Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so I thought the show was supposed to be like I was going to name it about pooping your pants, but I feel like it needs to be Detroit. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I guess. It should just be why did we talk 30 minutes about the Lions? It was a lot of Lions talk. Was it Lions talk or was it just football betting talk? I think it was football betting talk. We didn't even talk about our uh, our bets from last week. No, yeah. Well, we referenced them early, and then... It got it was- sidetracked. All right, so let's talk about these bets from last week. So I got the West Virginia over Virginia Tech. I got the Memphis plus 3.5 over Mississippi State. Thank you for yeah. changing my bet on that one. But then Bama... Dude, I cannot believe that Bama-Florida game. Yeah. Like, is Florida that good, or is Bama that suspect this year? I, I don't know. I think something funky happened because Bama got up early, and then it kind of it kind of tapered off for. But this whole season seems weird. Like this whole college football season this year seems weird. That's what I was saying to my buddy. Is like Bama was the only team that I felt comfortable betting on, like at all. They were the only team that I was like, yeah, they're good. Everyone else was like, yeah, they like. They had a good game, but then they had a bad game. Or like this part of their offense is great, but they're you know what I mean. Like everyone else had so many questions, and then Bama goes down to Florida and does does that. Guys, this beer was really fucking good. Dude, this Dunkel was amazing. I mean, I didn't want to hold you up or get into it anymore, but I, I wanted to say I was like, man, Dunkels are one of those beers. I just like. I just don't fucking like. Like I know time, I've, like, I've never been a fan. There, like I've had probably one or two in my life, and I'm always just disappointed. I'm like these beers are good. Like it's like a, a shitty brown ale mixed with red ale. Like it just doesn't work for me. This one, the vanilla in this one comes through strong. It's Dude, it's I, got some good vanilla. I I love Dunkles, especially well mainly because I get them down at Hoffer House, but like. Like that's see at, Hopper, see at Hopper House whenever I go, I always get what's what's the what's the lightest. Oh shit! What's the lightest colored one? Like the one that basically looks like Bud Light. Well, now I got to look that up. Uh, I'll look that up. You keep talking. Because it's been so long, like I can't even remember like the name. I just remember the Dunkel. The Dunkel. Oh shit! Wait, Mike, is that's the Wibby Brewing Dunkel? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude. Yeah, um, let's isn't see. the Dunkel the darker one? Yes, like the Dunkel darker is darker. One? Right. 
Like I've had that like once or twice, maybe ever at, at a hot rod. Is it the Hefeweizen that you get, Scott? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, that's a that's mm. ugh, ugh, mm. ugh, with just the side of ugh. Well, and then didn't you have like didn't you have a Hefeweizen like a week or two ago? Yeah, they're so shitty, man. I don't know how they, you and, like well, them. And they usually they usually are. Like I actually agree with you, but when I go to Hofbrauhaus, House, it's the only beer that I can that I can stand. I'll do a oh, Doppelbach. I feel like Hoffer House in general is just good beer. Like even their shit beer is still solid. Like it's drinkable. Now, I, and I, you know what? And I, I will say, I have not been to Hoffer House in so long. That's awesome. My beer, my beer, my beer taste and palate has changed so much that I'd probably go in there and it would be a completely different story today. Fun fact: but, that's uh, that's where Alex and I had our first kiss. Was at Hoffer House down in Newport. Oh, it's cute that you remember that. I'm impressed. Mm. It was uh, my 22nd birthday. She came down. She was underage, and she almost didn't get in because it was after 10. And if you were under 21, you weren't allowed in after 10. And she was like, come on, I'm trying to meet my friend, please. It was like 1045. I was already hammered. I was going to say, that's why I'm impressed you remember. It was a good night. It was a very good night. Um, You made two kids out of it. Well, not that uh, night. Yeah, that would uh, be that's a problem. Well, like, In the same token, I've now had two blonde ales, which I'm usually like very like eh on. They they're usually like boring, like non flavored beer. But the this one and that that snow bunny one that I had, <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the back to back blonde ales that I'm like, if blonde ales always tasted like this, I would drink more. But usually Blondales are just like, there's like no flavor. It's, yeah, it's tough. The other thing is too, a lot of times Blondales, they, they, they're too thin. There's just like nothing to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really thin. The flavor is like so lackluster that I'm always just like, like I'm drinking a Blondale. I'm like, I might as well drink a Bud Light. Like there's nothing here. But the last two that I've had, like the flavor has been amazing. What was the ABV on those two that you had? Were they decent ABV? Because that's the other thing I don't like about blonde ales is I feel like I'm oh, wasting. Yeah, yeah, blonde ales are usually like four. They're always pussy light. They're always like yeah, five. like I don't want. Yeah, I don't want. If I'm spending craft beer prices, I don't want like four and a half, five percent beer. Like give me, uh, give me a beer that I know I'm getting my money. Agreed, money's and that's why these two stand out. I think it's because this one is six percent, and that one I think that's five good. seven. See, like these dunkles are seven and a half. That's fucking. That's what I'm talking about yeah, right there. Nice. Um. All right. So I went. I went two and one because that Bama game was just insane. I still don't know how that happened. Uh, Scott, you went one and one last week. You picked UC over IU. Good win. But then you had Auburn plus six and a half over Penn State and lost. Is is James Franklin going to leave for USC? Like, is he done at Penn State? Because that's the rumor is that he's the front he's runner the- for the USC job. <laughs> That would be some, that would be too good of a hire. So my guess is no. <laughs> That's easy. We're no, we're at the point with USC where I'm just like they've got to go back in time, or they've got to hire Pete Carroll out of you know, uh, like lure him away from Seattle. Otherwise, they're, it's like it, it has struggled to be a destination job the last few years. Like look at how many blunders they've had since Pete Carroll left. 
Well, you got to give them a little bit of grace on the first one because after the first one, you've got all the sanctions, right? So nobody's yeah. touching that job at first. So you got like, uh, all right, let me go back through who their coaches were. Well, since say, we've got Lane and we've got Sarkeesian. And then like after that, I kind of lost track. Was Lane, wait a second, was Lane, uh... I don't know if he was right away, but I mean, Lane and Sarkeesian are both in there, like, as far as, like, when they were still kind of relevant-ish. So yeah, Pete, Lane was there right after Pete. I didn't realize that. Holy shit. Yeah, bro, that's what I said. I was like, you had, you had Lane, like, it was right. And then Sarkeesian was like either the next one or the one right after that. Like, he was both. there. Lane was there for three years plus a little bit of 2013. How did they, why did they fire Lane Kiffin? Listen to these, listen to his record at USC. Looking back now and understanding like they had all the sanctions and all that shit from Pete Carroll. Lane Kiffin went eight and five his first year. He went 10 and two his second year and came in first in the Pac-12 South. In he, in 2012, he went seven and six. Uh, and then in 2013, that's when he got fired. And I don't know what they started off at that year. That's when Ed Orgeron came in and like took over and then got over. He They picked Helton over Ed Orgeron. Sure. Well, yeah, he was a Southern dude. But they picked Helton, like Helton coached, and then they hired Sarkeesian. And then they fired Sarkeesian and hired Clay Helton as the head coach. So like Clay Helton was an interim head coach that didn't get the job and still stuck around and then ended up getting the job. And then got fired. Yeah, and then got fired. Well, because he's really shitty. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's just been a, like a huge series of missteps ever since. Like, honestly, like I even give him credit for Sarkeesian. Like, but ever since then, it's just been a nightmare. Now, you, you know what it is? It's been a mess ever since Lynn Swan was hired as AD. Mm, you might be onto something there. Well, I wasn't gonna say because Lynn Swan took over for Pat Hayden, right? Yep. Well, the yeah. best is like Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian tried to rebrand himself going to Alabama and coaching under Saban, and now he's at Texas and he's getting his shit stomped in by Arkansas. Like Sarkeesian is not a good coach. I don't know why yeah, people Sarkeesian. thought he was a good coach when he got hired by Texas. People were like, "Oh hell yeah, Sarkeesian! He's he's turned around. He's really good now. He's sober. He's going to be great." No, he's a terrible coach. He's and, and in fact, I don't understand. Oh, that's where right. The, that's why he got fired. Coach thing has ever come from because he's always seemingly been the the college version of um of what's of North Turner. North Turner, great offensive yeah. mind, but cannot be a great head coach. coordinator. Great yeah. coordinator. Can't Do not be a head coach. There cannot is no shame. I don't understand. There is no shame in being a great coordinator. I don't know why there these really guys isn't. feel like they have to go head coach route. Like it's cool well, to be a good coordinator. Well, but I think I think what it is, <laughs> is like if you're a good coordinator and someone offers you head coaching opportunity, you're gonna turn down. No, but when you fail and then you go back and you're a great coordinator. Is it worth like being like, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to uproot my family. I'm going to move and I know I'm going to be fired in a few years. Really 
think they give a fuck about their family. No, but yeah, like, I'm actually with Mookie on this one. They don't think about their family. That's fair, but like knowing you're going to be fired in a few years, like Sarkeesian, when he leaves Alabama, he's got a sweet gig at Alabama. He knows he's got all of the, like, he's set. Alabama. Nick Saban isn't going anywhere until he dies. So he's set as the offensive coordinator there as long as he wants. He goes that he uproots his family, goes to Texas, and he knows he's going to get fired in three years because he's not a good head coach. No, because these dudes, they're they're the biggest idiots in the world. Like they're the ones that convince themselves they can fix Sam Darnold. Mm, that's a fair point. Yeah. Ego egos are a motherfucker, man. They all think right. that, oh, man, this this head coaching gig, I got this. It's gonna be different. I've learned. Things are different right. now. Like <laughs> and in Sarkeesian's case, he's just like, yeah, I got out of the bottom of a bottle. I'm fine. <laughs> and if I'm not, well, I can always go back to being drunk. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I got fired from this gig. I'll just go back to drinking. Fuck it. It's working for John Daly. Why can't I make it work? Uh, Mookie, you went one and one. So all of us lost the game on this parlay. I, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I'm glad we all lost one because Mookie. Yeah, yours meant the most. No, it didn't. What? Mine wasn't, mine wasn't game 16 of a 16-game parlay that cost us the money. <laughs> yeah, but like Scott, I, 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 still loved how, I still loved how the gambling expert on the show tried to school us on, on the Ravens-Chiefs. And again, this is, this is another time when you betting the Chiefs or, 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 or Patrick Mahomes and you're just completely wrong. Like you have no idea how to bet the Chiefs or picking, Patrick picking Baltimore wasn't that crazy of a pick. Uh, Ronnie Stanley's out. Uh, they're, they're decimated with injuries. Yeah, Sorry, but any given Sunday, I didn't know that Stanley was out. Dude, they were like, I'm telling you, Baltimore fans were like, "Fuck it, our season is done." Like no, after I, week one, after week one, they were like, "We are done. Throw in the towel." Yeah, no, they they and they, and you know what? They had every reason to because yeah, I mean, at the in, in the first NFL weeks, team, and it's not like they were playing Tom Brady. No, you're playing Patrick Mahomes. You yeah, got Patty. He's not that good. He's only got one title. Yeah, exactly. There's there and there's his betting strategy for <laughs> for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes again. Good he's night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. He's no look, Mike. He's no Eli Manning. All right, he's not walking around with two Super Bowl rings. He's no Eli Manning. If Clyde Edwards Hilaire, whatever that dude's name is, doesn't fumble that football, they win that game, like hands down. As a matter of fact, if and they ironically, don't, ironically, you say that, and if he hadn't fumbled that fucking football. I wouldn't have lost by one fucking point. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk fantasy football. I don't want to talk fantasy football. I don't either, but here we are. I lost to somebody who didn't start two positions. And You're not the only like thing that's keeping me from pulling the trigger. Dude, and it's not even like defense and kicker. She didn't start a running back or a wide receiver and beat me by 30 points. How the hell, man? Because Joe Burrow threw three interceptions and Jarvis Landry got hurt and Kittle didn't do dick shit in that game, so fuck him yeah, too. Mike, I oh, so yeah, badly. No. After, I, after last I, year, when I finally like, I rarely ever get Niners because it just it doesn't it never lines up, and I I'm very weary about you know having your own team because you know the old adage of you get burned twice or you, you know it's. 
it's doubly shitty if they don't win and, and you lose fantasy. Last year, I had Kittle in two leagues, and he missed eight games, and the games that he did play in, he was so pedestrian. And I was like, you know what? As much as I love Kittle, that's my dude. Never again. Like, See, I well, refuse. I didn't want Kittle. The, the, the Shanahan offense is too unpredictable. I didn't want Kittle. I uh, Kittle was my third tight end that I wanted to pick up. I wanted to go Kelsey or Waller, but they both got snatched up early. So then I, I was like, well, I guess I'll take Kittle so that I'm not stuck with some garbage-ass tight end. And little did I know I was getting stuck with a garbage-ass fantasy tight end. Yeah. You should have read an article or two. No, uh, I did, but he was the next best pick. Who else are you going to pick after after Kelsey and Waller? Who else are you going to get? Anyone in like the 15th round. Okay, first of all, the, uh, my draft I don't think went 15 rounds. I don't know. I wasn't there for all of it. I auto-drafted some of it because I was like, this is boring and I'm leaving. Here's your problem. Yeah. No, I got decent players. My lineup isn't bad. You got Kittle. What are you talking about? I got decent players. That was who uh, name a tight end who was going to do better than Kittle projected to do better than Kittle besides Kelsey and Waller, who I wanted. Now, are you saying in just points? Or are you saying in value points? Who is going to do better than Kittle projected to do better than Kittle? Because everybody had Kelsey Waller and Kittle as the top three tight ends in fantasy oh, this year. Scott, that's a cute shirt. Is that an Avenger shirt? Uh, yes. Adorable. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, no, Mike, your, your thinking is sound. Like you're you're like, I, I I made sure though that I was in no, like I refused this year because I was like, look, I'm not going to get Kelsey because I refused to take a a tight end in the first round and a half of the draft. And that's where he was going. So, right. That's what I wasn't going to take him in the first round. I did it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not rooting for a Raider, and most of the time, again, he was going too high in Waller. And so Kittle, I was like, I I don't want to say I had him on my do not draft list, but I was like, if I find myself in a position where Kittle's available and I could take anyone else, I'm probably just going to take anyone else. That way I don't get screwed again. Like I I don't I don't have to sit there and be sitting there on Sunday thinking, Jesus, the 49ers are going to lose. And Kittle only had two catches because he stayed in block. Like that's the problem. He's so good of a blocker that he stays in too much. I should get points for that. I should get points for him because that's part of the tight end position. I should totally get points for him. I agree. I agree. But like, that's the problem with the Shanahan offense is motherfucking Shanahan going to go off. It's never the same person. And while you're thinking, wow, Kittle should be far and away. The one that they target the most, he stays in the block so much that, and now they double bracket him. That it's just like, it's, it's a fool's errand to like pick him. In fairness, Kittle would have been fine. Like, I mean, he, I think it was like seven points I got from him, but the Jarvis Landry injury was what did me in. When he got hurt and I got a point out of Jarvis Landry as my wide receiver one, I was fucked. I, and yeah, I knew well, it. I knew as soon as. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Jarvis Landry is your wide receiver one? Yeah. Then, yeah, you're fucked to begin with. Yeah. Like, he cannot be your wide receiver. No, I know. I know. Like, that was, uh, dude, I'm telling you, this draft did you, was. Did you at least awful. snake running backs to start? I did snake running backs to start. I'm just going to say, I'm like, if he's your wide receiver. I loaded up on running backs to you start. You better have the best running backs in the yeah, league. I, well, and I, I don't have the best because I didn't have the first overall pick. And the dude I played in week one had Christian McCaffrey. 
And that's the other thing too. Like the week one, I scored the second highest point total and got smoked by 20 points because the dude had Christian McCaffrey and Waller and he had Cooper who scored 30 points on Thursday night. So I was fucked week one. Like I got destroyed on week Amari Cooper. All right. I'm a bounce, but uh, yeah, all I want to say is Mike, Wait. I really want to text you after that first Joe Burrow interception, but in the time it took me to try to think of something sneaky and clever to say, he threw a second interception and, like, <laughs> and, not at all. and then a third. And then he threw a third. I found out like a day later. I didn't even realize that till much. It was three later. straight possessions, wasn't it? Like, three, yeah. no, it was three picks on three straight passes. It was three straight passes. Oh, it was he three was... straight passes. It wasn't even three straight. Like I was because I was at my neighbor's house and I had the Niners game on my laptop or whatever. So I was watching and I saw the two, but I didn't. I was like not paying attention enough to know that it was three consecutive passes. He was my starting quarterback. Oh, right before oh, that. Love you too, Abby. Good night. He was my starting. Okay, quarterback. I love you too. Good night. <laughs> He was my starting quarterback. Oof, man, that's rough. Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, I can put up 148 points and still fucking lose by less than a half, uh, point and uh, then put up 138 and still lose. So, you know, it's, it's whatever. I hate fantasy football. Oh, yeah. No, I do too. I hate it. I hate it so much. This is why I don't this- play. This is yeah, why no, I never do it. Firmly cemented why I don't play. Like so much so that I was like, I, I if I, I didn't care enough to just not do it, I like I, I wanted to quit. I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> uh, Mookie left before we could talk about his bets, but he had uh, BYU losing to Herb Edwards in Arizona <laughs> State, and he lost that one. Kidding. I was so glad that you didn't let him skate because I was like, it was ready for me. As soon as he stopped talking, I was like, all right, we're going to bring up this Herb Edwards thing right now. Herb. Like, and then he tried to play it off like, oh, I'm combining Herb and Herm. No, you're not. You thought the dude's name was Herb Edwards. I, I think his trying to skate out of it with his backwards ass math. Was some of the best Mookie I've ever seen. He's like, well, I mean, you know, if you combine, <laughs> I was like, what? If you combine Herb and Herm, uh, because Herm is finishing out the second half of the season, then it's Herb. It's like, wait a second, wouldn't Herm have to be the beginning of this? Because otherwise, it's Erm. That's the name you should have gone with if that's how you were trying to well spin this. I, I, but I think why it was peak Mookie and why it might be my favorite thing he's ever. Enough, is even he halfway through was like, <laughs> oh my god, this is bullshit. And he just abandoned it. Like, just stopped talking. Was just like, and yeah, I, uh, yeah like, oh my like, god, Mookie very rarely gives up on a point he's trying to make. Like, even if he's defeated, this one he couldn't get out of, and was just like, yeah, you know what, I, I'm done. He just stopped talking. Like, just stop talking. I feel like that shook him the rest of the show. He was shaking the rest of the show after that. He was he was abnormally quiet on some of that stuff. Like, I he seemed to he definitely he bounced back. But yeah, there was a good like twenty minutes there where I could tell he was like, "Oof, I gotta be careful." (laughs) I made a complete ass of myself just now. What do you think it was? Double down like he usually does. Like, 
What do you think it was that or the the comment off the rip about uh, where he like said something about Indians and you corrected him and said Native Americans and shook him? Because <laughs> I feel like that may have been the one. It was that followed up by the herb and that he was shook the rest of the night. I almost did. And it didn't ruin anything for me. Like I, I figured you guys were like fine, too. <laughs> but at one point I did almost do one of those cardinal sin things and be like, I just want to shout out the one person that is watching us right now. The Did you see when it dropped to zero? Person. Did you see when it dropped no, to zero? I, didn't. Oh. I, mean, I was watching and I thought, I was like, is it going to drop lower? Because it was at one. And then I was like, well, it's probably actually at zero because I'm guessing the one is one of us. I It dropped to zero and my heart sank. I almost went and like retweeted that we were live again. Like it was, oh. Uh. <laughs> It hurt. Like, that's how bad it was. I was like, this is the first time I've ever wanted to say mid-show, holy God, nobody is watching. It was rough. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like, okay, I feel like the topics are good. Like the, the show isn't bad. And in my head, I'm like, it's fine. People will catch it on the replay. Something's going on. People are watching something. There's a, there's a, there's the U S is under attack right now. And I don't know it because I'm doing the show. There's something that like is distracting the logical everybody. And I just kept telling myself that there was a bombing in times square. And that's why (laughs) nobody was watching because everybody's watching the news. Like I, I did it just for my own sanity. I didn't think that really happened, but for my own sanity, I was like, okay, um, there was a mass murder somewhere. I was, I was just sitting there thinking, you know what? The content is so good. Like right now, like, like the show is good. Like it, it, like it is what it is. Like I didn't get mad. I didn't get panic. It actually made me laugh. I was like, wow there's one person watching us right now, like one, and it's probably one of us just getting tallied. Like, whoo, man, that's, that's less low, but whatever. And I, I actually legit did think it was funny like, bringing it up twice. But the fact that we talked so long and so much about the motherfucking lions to me was hilarious. It is pretty damn funny. It's like, pretty I, funny. I, I actually couldn't believe, I actually couldn't believe how like adamant, like, Drew was about how it wasn't like the, that wasn't the bad part of the bet. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, dude. Like I don't gamble. And, and I know like, that I that get, stupid. I get his thought process of, okay, you bet on the lions because then it takes it up to 730 K as your payout. I understand that. But my point that he wasn't grasping was you bet on the Packers and you win 250 K on that parlay like that or 400 K or, you know what I mean? Like it's still a 16 game parlay. The odds are still crazy and it's a huge payout. Well, and, and that was, that was my thing that I, I felt like he wasn't fully grasping as I was saying, if I'm going to bet a parlay and you ask me to pick 16 games and I'm just like, look, the goal here is to win. It's not necessarily to win like the most money I could by taking all the long shots and like, you know, getting it up there. It's just to win. Like literally there are certain games that when you look at it, that you're just like, wow, this is a no brainer. And to me, the Packers lions, yes. was the one where Hands you're just down. like, 
Well, I'm not. I'm not going to lose this parlay because of this game. You know why? Because the the, pa- the Packers are slam dunk. Like right, they, and they were from the minute that right. the, the game ended the week before. Like that was the one that if you're looking at the list this week, you're like, oh well. I mean, I don't need to debate. Like this if you're doing head. a confidence pool, that is your highest confidence pick: Packers yes. over Lions, yes. hands down, 100%. done. Got it. Yeah, I I, I'm locked in and wouldn't even wouldn't have thought twice about. Yes, it. and if you're doing a survivor pool, this is when you burn Green Bay because you're like, I. Got it. That's the Green yeah, Bay wins this game. Say, there's no I'm other in. time that Green Bay is a slam dunk like this, except for when they play the Lions again. Again, right? <laughs> there's only two times that they're a slam dunk the whole year, and both of them when they're playing the Lions. But this was this at Green playing. Bay, right? So like that's even more of a slam dunk. Like <laughs> it's like like there was like there was not a single thing that you could tell me that you'd be like, you know, the Lions had a shot to win this game, other than going off of Mookie's any given Sunday like that that's it that's all you could say is like well stranger things have happened the only thing that could have if if they were like if they were like Aaron Rodgers is dead Jordan Love is starting his first start also the left side of the offensive line has COVID I would be like oh shit the Lions have a chance (laughs) and have a chance they have a chance they're not going to win they have a chance I was just going to say, because then in that scenario, then I'd be using the Mookie logic of, yeah, well, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, any it's the given Sunday. the Packers are home in any given Sunday. Any like, given Sunday. Any given Sunday, the practice squad left tackle that they caught up. He might be good, man. I don't know. Right. I mean, it was like. If Jordan Love is ever going to win a game in his career, it's going to be against this the is, Lions. You know why? Green Bay might have a quarterback controversy on their hands after this. Jordan Love leads them to a win because, I mean, look, they drafted him for a reason. And then, and then he's like, oh, man, no, the Ravens, like, he was he was hard-nosed. But the that. Ravens, that was, really that, was, that was a smart pick. Why wouldn't you pick the Ravens? <laughs> I loved when it was. Uh, the Ravens sure were John Harbaugh lost money on that, but he's like, ah, shit, we won. Tonight. Dude, when they went for it on fourth down, John Harbaugh was like, you want to go for it? And Lamar was like, yeah. And he was like, let's go for it. And then Harbaugh went back to the sidelines. You didn't see him go. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then when Lamar got the first down, John Harbaugh went, holy shit. I just beat the Chiefs. And he went home and he jerked off everywhere. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That really was a terrible tattoo, too. Like, God, oh, it was, was bad. bad. It was bad. That like, was bad. If I'm doing something like that off of a, a meaningless regular season game, it's, it's a week two tattoo. game. Oh, God, man. Just a regular, like, you've got to explain that one the rest of your life, too. And we're like, I, I couldn't tell. Was that his arm? Was it his leg? Wherever it was. I don't know. Shape. They yeah. shaved because there was, you know, the, the bare spot there. So it's like you shaved your arm or your leg to get this shitty tattoo on top of it. Like, good God, man. You're terrible. Like, and no tattoo. It'd be different if there was a ton of tattoos around it. Uh, 
right. You just, it, it just, the, the, you're like, hey, first ever tattoo. Like, just write something on me. Write the score. I was kind of disappointed that, uh, you know, he was, the fucking Joey was in town this weekend doing the fucking thing. He, he was getting, did you see where he was like behind that chick for a while? What happened? Uh, Chestnut. He was in town doing the fucking, the brat challenge. Oh, shit. he did the brat he challenge. He was actually behind the chick like for a while. Like, oh, shit. Like, I, I don't know how many he got behind, but she was ahead for a bit. And then, you know, I, I know it mostly because he said in his post game, he's like, yeah, you know, it, it, it was fun. And especially when you could see her slowing down, like I knew I had her then. Like she so got he was like pacing. way in front and was like, you know, super ahead and then slowed down so much that his consistent ass just passed her. But I, I mean, maybe it's because it's brats. I don't know. But like. It was the first time he looked like he was struggling at anything I've seen him do. Like, oh shit! The hot dogs look pretty easy for him, but the brats, like his face, looked like he looked like he was struggling. Well, those are—I mean, I get it. Those are those got to be tough. Those have got to be yeah, tough to put down. When, when a chick was sitting there taking them down with ease, even if she got out to an early lead, it's just like, eesh. Uh, the record is Carmen Sincotti. Who a hey breaking news, Mike? Uh, my wife just said after I said that uh, chicks eat dick. Like, mm, <laughs> well, I, I guess that's never mind. Silly me, coming in unarmed with the knowledge of chicks eating dick. Uh. <laughs> if a chick ate a dick like that, like you eat a brat, that's gonna be a problem. Like I would not want anywhere near yeah, that. I'd no. be like, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, th- did you see they announced the pumpkin pie eating contest? Is- Who had a pie eating contest? They're going to do a pumpkin pie eating contest at the Jeffersonville Outlet Mall and Major League, e- Major League like Eating. Major League- yeah. Oh. The record, uh, Matt Stoney holds the record. He ate 20 pounds of pumpkin pie in eight minutes back in 2014. Like, okay. So how many, like how many pies is that though? I don't know, but that's twenty pounds worth of food. Like regardless sure, of how no, many no, it is. I mean, I get that. Like that's a that's a crazy amount. Oh, there you go. They were thirteen ounce pies, so about eighteen pies in eight minutes. See, because that like the number when you say twenty pounds is like okay, that sounds like a lot. But I mean, if he's eating the filling and all, but like when you put it in perspective of how many pies it is, it's like. 18 pies and eight 18 ish yeah seven between 17 and 18 pies yeah, like, sure yeah, okay yeah. whatever so we're saying but okay so here's what blew me away they announced today that they're doing this at the jeffersonville outlet mall in like two weeks right okay first prize is two thousand dollars that's it right that's what i'm saying this is a sanctioned 18 pies this is a sanctioned major league eating event and they are giving somebody two grand for eating like a shitload of pumpkin pie even at like 15 pumpkin pies i'd be like wait i gotta travel to jeffersonville ohio and then i have to eat 15 pumpkin pies i'm good i'm good i want you to stop and like actually think about how much pumpkin pie that is and and put it in the scale of 18 pumpkin pies like in your life 
I don't think Do I've eaten. Think no, that you've no. Eaten the equivalency no. of eighteen pumpkin pies. Like I've had a lot of pumpkin pie, and like I guarantee you that, like, yeah, in my life, like I'd probably be like shocked at like how much pumpkin pie I've actually eaten. But that's over the course of a lifetime. Yeah. No, I've and to I've, say that you ate eighteen in eight fucking minutes. I oh have drank. 18 pumpkin pies worth of pumpkin, pumpkin but that's beer. it that's it that's the closest i've gotten now that i'm with like but like i'm sure i would be shocked at the number of like the amount of pumpkin pie i've eaten like you know an entire lifetime you know but again it would be like okay but that's an entire less 36 years worth of pumpkin pie eating and if For- you're like even if i doubled it even if they were like yeah you've eaten 36 pumpkin pies in your lifetime it'd be like Wow, 36 pumpkin. That's that's one pumpkin pie a year. Let's that go this way. Eight. Let's go <laughs> this way. Somebody comes up to you and they're like, hey, listen, I've got $2,000 for you to eat <laughs> as much pumpkin pie as you want. You get as many pumpkin pies as you and want. I like pumpkin pie. I do too. But like, what number would you put that at? That they're like, whatever you eat, you get $2,000. I would be like, I could eat like two, maybe three. Wow, that's that's you. if I'm really forcing it, if I haven't eaten all day long, I could maybe eat three pumpkin pies. Dude, I I I I'm not gonna lie. I, I would struggle to get through one and a half. Like, it, well, I mean in, uh, like time one, is no one sitting time is no like, issue. Time is no I'm not saying in eight okay, minutes. Right. Like you've got however long you want, and here's two thousand dollars. Could you eat three pumpkin pies? Yeah, but three pumpkin pies, like seriously, it would probably take me three days. It would take me a long time to eat three pumpkin pies. Yeah. And also, I don't think I, don't I could eat, three eat four. pumpkin pies in a year. Like, I don't. You eat pumpkin pie, what, twice a year, Thanksgiving and Christmas? And and I, I got to tell you, oh, you I'd fancy hard at Christmas. to say that I ate a full pumpkin pie a year. Yeah, well... That's the problem because you're only you're only getting like a slice at a time, right? Like imagine yeah, somebody was see, like, "Yeah, here see, you go. Here's Patty. a pie for you and a pie for us." All right, yeah, I Patty, can eat this pie. Fatty on Thanksgiving and Christmas, like I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm only gonna get a uh, just let me get a piece of pumpkin pie," and that piece is like, and right. it's like a third of the. And pie. now imagine it was like also you get no turkey, no stuffing, no mac and cheese, no green beans, nothing else. All you get is pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. I'd still struggle, man, because it's like it's so rich and it's so sweet. Like, oh, uh, that's the problem. I'm white. Ours isn't that rich and sweet. <laughs> I mean, I, no, dude. I, I think I, I don't think this is a race thing, man. Because I, I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> I, I'm one of the one of the the, the black people that they tell you uh, it's not really black because black people don't eat pumpkin pie; they eat sweet potato sweet pie. Sweet potato pie, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, so the fact that I'm even eating that's any true. Pie that's is true. Already, like, oh, that's gross to begin with. Like, it's a good point. Food. Sweet potato pie is where it's at. But I don't, I don't enjoy sweet potato pie. Like, I'll eat it if it's there. It is not my go-to. I am a pumpkin pie fan all the way. But seriously. At the end of the night, on like the the most that I've eaten, I like I, I've probably eaten half of a pumpkin pie on a Thanksgiving or a Christmas. Like that's you know, I like that sounds insane to think that like you know you've eaten that much pumpkin pie after like on top of what you've eaten in the entire day. Yeah, that like, sounds that's insane. A lot of pumpkin pie. Uh, Sonia, I, I, I dare to say that I I wouldn't th- that I. 
I double that amount on Christmas because it's like Thanksgiving is the is that's the sure eating day, pie. right? I was gonna say Christmas. It's like maybe I have pumpkin pie, but maybe I, I gorge myself on something else, cookies and shit, right? Right, yeah, like other because there's other shit. So there, there is no sweet potato pie record, but there is a sweet potato casserole record, and that's held by Sonia Thomas, who ate 8.62 pounds of sweet potato casserole in 11 minutes. 11 minutes. That's so much sugar and sour or sugar and, and sweet potato and fucking brown sugar and marshmallow. Sonia Thomas is 54 years old. Good Lord. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. She's also, so that was back in 2004. So she's held that record. Nobody's even touching that record. Uh, she's 105 pounds. What? That's more, incre- that's more crazy than her being 50 years old. Yeah, that's insane. Eating that much pie and, and still being able to be like, yeah, I'm only a buck. All right, I got to look up her records now because she's got a ridiculous amount of records. She ate six and a half pounds of crawfish in 10 minutes. She ate 11 pounds of cheesecake in nine minutes. Oh, she ate seven burgers that were three quarter pounds in 10 minutes. Oh, she ate four pounds, 14 and a quarter ounces of fruit cake in 10 minutes. She ate 44 main lobsters, which are 11.3 pounds of meat from the shell in 12 minutes. She ate 31 and a half four inch cheese quesadillas in five minutes. Nine pounds of crawfish jambalaya in 10 minutes. Uh, The sweet potato casserole record. She ate 80 chicken nuggets in five minutes. 47 dozen Acme oysters in eight minutes, seven and three quarter pounds turducken in 12 minutes, 46 crab cakes in 10 minutes, 8.31 pounds of Vienna sausage in 10 minutes, 46 mince pies in 10 minutes. pounds of buffalo chicken tenders in 10 minutes. 10 pounds, 3 ounces of meatballs in 12 minutes. 9.75 pounds of deep fried okra in 10 minutes. 26 dozen cherry stone clams in 6 minutes. A 9 pound cheeseburger in 27 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> eight pounds two ounces of chili cheese fries in 10 minutes she ate a pound of hamburger in three minutes average on that like yeah nine pounds she ate a pound in three fucking minutes holy shit four pounds of toasted ravioli in 12 minutes that's her those are her records holy shit she does not get the respect she deserves 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready. Ready.